Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary, and I am, as always, Jerry Brooks, your host, tour guide through the bizarre world known as Joe Biden's America, and also the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for free speech, freedom of thought, because we just don't do groupthink here. Uh, you can contact us, uh, send us email to our uh, through our email site, which is in black and right at gmail.com. You can also check us out on our website, which is in black and right.net. We've got some great things that we've added recently, including a special report on Katanji Brown Jackson and her nomination to the Supreme Court, which is getting really dang interesting. And I will be getting into that a little bit later in today's uh, podcast. Well, folks, this is really going to be interesting today. Um, before I really get into the, um, the heart of what I really wanted to talk about today, which is going to be kind of another one of, uh, I guess, a theme sort of program that I've got. Hey, excuse me. Uh, I want to definitely get into some really interesting stuff. Uh, John Durham, the special counsel, has just dropped a, another bombshell uh, in a filing on Monday night uh, stating that uh, he has revealed an unearthed text message showing that Hillary Clinton's campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman, who's currently under indictment and about to go to trial, had falsely told the FBI he was not working on behalf of any client when he delivered all of that anti-Trump research, which has been discovered to be a lie. He was working uh, for Clinton and the Clinton campaign trying to put forth the fake Russia uh, collusion hoax and shopping it around to any federal agency who would take it from the FBI all the way to the State Department it was a mess uh, but just the news which is John Solomon's uh, news site and he's a great great uh, investigative reporter uh, and he filed the story uh, actually it was updated yesterday uh, April the 5th and let's see, let me read just a little bit of it for you. In a bombshell court filing late Monday night, Durham for the first time suggested that Hillary Clinton's campaign, her researchers and others formed a quote, joint venture or conspiracy, unquote, for the purpose of weaving the collusion story to harm Trump's election chances and then the start of his presidency. And this is a quote from the article. Uh, from Durham, the party these parties acted as a acted as joint venturers, and therefore should be considered as co-conspirators. Oops, oh dear. Uh, yeah, for all of those who had Trump derangement syndrome, well, this kind of blows up in your face. And there's more to come, apparently, because the trial hasn't even started yet for Sussman. 
and there could be further indictments. We don't really know for sure, but this is definitely not a good sign if you happen to be a Hillary Clinton fan or a Trump derangement syndrome sufferer. I mean, that's going to be a mess right there. And there's all kinds of things that are yet to come for that. So um, I wanted to at least get that uh, out of the way uh, about that story. And I'll be putting a link to it uh, on inblackandright.net a little later today because I definitely want folks to see these stories uh, in their entirety and in their full context of what's going on with uh, the Durham investigation, the Durham report, and anything that's related to the 2016 uh, Russia hoax. But today, really, I want to focus on the, con the, well, the open warfare on America's kids and America's families by woke corporations like Disney the LGBT or the alphabet community and other such severely messed up entities because now apparently we the things that I've just run across I mean just these few stories that I want to cover today oh my lord this is messed up this some of this stuff is just straight evil yes I actually said the word evil and yes, as someone who is a follower of Jesus Christ, I am called, and actually all of those who profess themselves to be Christians, and even our Jewish friends and Catholic friends, are called to confront evil. And what's gone on with this whole business, uh, with Florida's parental rights law, the lies that have been consistently being told, Disney all of a sudden getting an attitude because some of their loudmouth employees don't like it. Even the bald black buffoon of a mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is coming out and attacking it. Well, Disney and Mayor Adams and all the other LGBT crowd you started something that you probably didn't expect because now folks you've got um well simply put what you have now is the law of unintended consequences because now instead of states rolling over and playing dead just because y'all are starting to act like petulant children you now have them fighting back because now not just the state of florida because now it's a trendsetter you have states like texas ohio louisiana georgia who are now considering their own parental rights in education bills for their respective states and they don't give one rat's rear end about disney the LGBTQ activists, the teachers unions or anything, they're going to do it because these people are understanding one thing, that parents 
And this is a truth that's been around for quite a while, long before the LGBTQ crowd showed up. Parents are still, and always have been, the first teachers. And myself, who comes from a family of teachers, understands that quite well. Because in Florida, where I live, this was a bill that had tremendous bipartisan support. Yes, that's the only thing by about the bill, is that it had bipartisan support. And frankly, Disney and all the LGBTQ activists, you were pretty darn late to the game. And I say this because if you had such a problem with this bill, this piece of legislation, why didn't you say anything while it was going through the Florida legislature? That's a legitimate question, and it's a fair question. Instead of griping, moaning, and complaining after the bill was signed. If you hated it so darn much, why didn't you say anything while it was going through the legislative process? Hmm? Where were you? You were late to the party. You were absolutely late to the party. So yeah, I, I have no sympathy for you people. Because if you cared enough about it, you should, have, you should have done something before it got passed by the Florida Senate and the Florida House and DeSantis signed it. And now, all you've all of a sudden done is pick a fight that you can't win. I don't think you can win because right now it's already starting to show up. People are starting to cancel their Disney Plus subscriptions. People are selling their Disney stock. They're not buying any Disney products. I'm one of them. I don't want to buy anything Disney. And I'm really contemplating taking what I have that's Disney and just, you know, burn it. Because frankly, I'm not going to support any company that delves into just plain evil. I mean, we've now got in this country right now a full-on war against kids. The sexualization of kids. The grooming of kids. And I really don't see what's so redeeming about wanting to teach young children. I mean, kindergarten, first grade, all the way to third grade, which is in the Florida bill, if anybody was actually intellectually honest enough to read it. I mean, I don't understand. I do not get why these people are so dang hot to trot to teach kids about sex at such an early age that's horrendously inappropriate. I mean, I understand that school districts, school boards all over the country think that they are so all that in a bag of chips that they want to usurp the rights of parents. Well, the problem is a lot of these school boards haven't quite learned the lesson of Virginia. And frankly, this is an issue that is across the entire political spectrum. It wasn't just Republicans. 
it was independents, it was Democrat parents who were not okay with the idea of having this type of stuff being taught to their kids by teachers who are state employees. It wasn't cool. It was not cool at all. And when the schools, the teachers unions and everything, got all upset and they doubled down with Terry the Punk McAuliffe on this, well, came back to bite him right square in the butt. The agenda is falling apart in Virginia. And the school districts in Virginia, when Youngkin was inaugurated as governor back in January, he wanted he was keeping his promises. You know, let's get rid of the masks. Now, of course, by executive order, some of these, at least half of these school districts said, no, we're going to ignore it because we're smarter than you are. We're going to fight you. Then, okay. So, Youngkin, with a little help from some Democrats who had some sense in the Virginia State Senate, said, well, we're going to make this executive order. Let's make it a law. Let's make it a statute. So, with the help of some Democrats, which was pretty amazing to me because I think they didn't want to see what happened uh, to their colleagues in the Virginia House of Delegates, uh, (laughs) they didn't want to suffer the same fate. And they only had a one-seat majority uh, in the Virginia Senate, and plus you had the amazing uh, Winsome Sears as lieutenant governor to break any potential tie. So, here we go. The Virginia Senate made it a law, sent it over to the Virginia House of Delegates, which is a Republican majority. They passed it, and Youngkin said, okay, boom. He signed it. And now, life is really dang tough for these people, because now it's a law. It's actual law. And if they defy it, you now are in violation of Virginia law, which means you are going to be dealing with Attorney General Meares. Oops. Don't want to do that, do we? Hmm? No. So, yeah. So, one way or another, the mama bears, and there are papa bears too. I'm not going to uh, be unfair to them, but I kind of wish there were more because there are to be a lot of dads backing up the mama bears and saying, hey, yo, what are you doing to my kids? Because the mama bears are dangerous enough on their own. Absolutely. But you throw the papa bears and giving them back up, some of these yahoos are not going to be so tough because they will fold at some point like a bad poker hand. Because now you're not just dealing with a bunch of moms, you're going to be dealing with dads too. Because dads will give them that little extra sort of oomph to say, hey, it's like, you want to mess with me? Go right ahead. You know, you're not, going to, you're not going to say anything about my wife, about my kids, or whatever. And they're going to be a little less likely to uh, cop an attitude. So, you know, Papa Bears, love you. Thank goodness for the ones that are out there, but we need more of you. Back up your Mama Bears. Back them up. Give them an extra voice to deal with. So, yeah. So now we've got these 
other states now that are taking Florida's example. And that's driving the education establishment absolutely bonkers. And it couldn't happen to a nicer bunch of groomers, pedophiles, and perverts. And yes, I actually said that. I actually said perverts. Because this LGBT, LGBT agenda is just sick. It's just truly sick and it's twisted. I mean, I'll give you an example. Fox News from April the 3rd. Seattle Museum Summer Camp teaches 12-year-olds the art of drag. Seattle. Now, it's not a surprise for Seattle. I lived there for eight years. And Seattle and Portland are very way out in left field, run by serious progressives and leftists, and basically they're freaks. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, because teaching 12-year-olds drag? I mean, seriously? Teaching them drag? And it's a week-long event for kids 12 to 18? I'm like... That's a definitely a WTF. Now, I mean, sure, some people want to like, oh, well, we don't want to upset them. We want to be loving. Hey, church, hello, you're giving a green light to perversion. This is demonic and it's evil. And yes, I'm going to say it. If you're not going to do your job and call this for what it is, then frankly, don't get up and preach on Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to mess with some people here. This is messed up. We need to call this stuff out. Not to bend over and grab the ankles and make friends with it. Because friendship with the world is enmity with God. That's scriptural. Like it or not, believe it or not. But it is scriptural. I'm not in the mood to make friends with these folks. And especially, I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, why do they are why are they so wanting to do this to kids? If they're not going to be groomers, grooming these kids, if they're not going to be pedophiles, if they're not going to be engaging in some of the most perverse and demonic behavior. This is why the Katanji Brown Jackson nomination is important because we can't say anything about her because she's black and she's a woman. I say BS. Um, and, and let me make this perfectly clear for all the slow liberals out there who are going to be tempted to lie and take what I say out of context and or just straight up lie. And I will make this so clear that my Four-year-old great-niece gets it. My problem with Katanji Brown-Jackson is not her qualifications. Okay, I will do this again. It's not her qualifications. Okay? It's about her history. It's about her jurisprudence. It's about her judicial philosophy. And the fact that she has now, in her confirmation hearings, talked about seven cases that she presided over as a judge in the D.C. Court of Appeals. The problem is, 
there weren't just seven cases. There were eight. There was one case that was not given to the members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. I'm like, and this came out after her three days of confirmation hearings. So my question becomes, one, why was she hiding this? Why did not the White House, you know, the White House had to have known about this. They had to have known. Why didn't they give it the information about this case, this eighth case, which took place less than a year ago? Hmm? It took place less than a year ago. And, you know, why didn't she mention it herself when she was questioned by the senators of the committee? Hmm? I mean, come on, folks. This is weird. This is very weird. I mean, and what's the big freaking hurry about getting her confirmed? That's another question. Justice Breyer is going to be on the court until the session ends at the end of June. We're already just simply in April. What's the big hurry? Well, now we're starting to figure out why. Because this case is now turning, well, this whole confirmation process is starting to get a little bit sticky. The fact that she wasn't voted out of the committee, it was an 11 to 11 tie. When that should not have happened. That's the problem. It should have been like, okay, she's voted out of the committee onto the floor of the Senate for confirmation. Uh, no, didn't quite go that way because information is getting out. They're getting out and they don't want this. Trust me, the Democrats on the committee, the White House does not want this information about her getting out. And I want to give a huge kudos to Mike Davis and the Article 3 Project because they've done yeoman's work. They're doing God's work and they are putting out information about her time as uh, on the U.S. Sentencing Commission. Uh, when, that was in uh, 2010 to 2014. Her record as a judge on the D.C. Court of Appeals, which is one step below the U.S. Supreme Court. And I put that information on inblackandright.net. Just simply go to our brand new uh, special project session, uh, section, uh, our page there. Just go to the top right, just click on more, and then you'll see the listing. Click on special reports, and there are and I'm probably going to put as more more on there as I as I can. There are links to information about her, about what she's done, her philosophy about pedophiles, uh, about child pornographers, everything. It's it's a mess. It is a full on mess. And I also let's see. I just want to uh, let's see what's going on here. Okay, and I want to basically play something for you from, uh, this is Greg Kelly of Newsmax, Greg Kelly Reports, and this is why Disney and its crusade to push its agenda, its very woke, very gay agenda, 
it's not just for the United States. Disney is a global entity. Keep this in mind. Now, they will scream bloody murder about the parental rights bill, but not say one stinking word about the Uyghur Muslims in China, the genocide, the human rights atrocities that are going on over there, yet they have theme parks over there, they make films, they make television shows in China. They're getting a whole bunch of money from these people, a whole bunch of money from the communist Chinese, and yet they're also going to take their agenda uh, to places where homosexuality is not exactly welcome, namely the Middle East and countries in the Middle East. And I'm going to simply let, I, I want to play this. It, it's it's, it's going to be about a couple of minutes or so, but I think Greg Kelly uh, makes a very good point to let you know what Disney is all about. So let's play that for you. And the fake news, they seem to think that anything LGBTQ must be beautiful, must be pure. People who are LGBTQ are inherently superior, um, more open-minded, just more sophisticated, illuminated. I don't know what the hell the deal is. I just know that people are people. There are gay people who are bad, gay people who are good. There are straight people who are bad, straight people who are good. But that's not the way the media portray it. Anything LGBTQ related must be holistic, must be for the betterment of society. I don't think that's true. There are plenty of bad people under that rainbow. And here's the proof. Pushing a sexualized curriculum uh, on children, that's bad. I don't like it. I'm sure you don't like it. And oh, by the way, a lot of people who work at Disney, they don't like it either. Yeah, sure, the loud mouths are uh, hitting the streets and just protesting bills they haven't even read that won't affect them and all kinds of... Well, look, it's fun to walk out during lunch, right? It's fun to give the boss a hard time because they made what you perceive to be a mistake or somebody told you was a mistake. Just giving the boss a hard time is a good time for most people. No one's talking about this, though. Uh, Disney, for as woke as it claims to be, they're actually providing product to countries who are openly anti-gay. I mean, big-time anti-gay. Disney Plus, the streaming service, you can get it in Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia, Libya, Egypt, the Palestinian territories, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Qatar, all places, by the way, where being gay is essentially illegal. And in two of these countries, the penalty, I believe, is death. Yes, in Saudi Arabia and Yemen. But Disney Plus, go ahead and stream Disney content, uh, <laughs> uh, they don't have a problem with this. They're, they're protesting Florida and Governor DeSantis, but they're not walking off the job where you can get Disney Plus in Mecca, Saudi Arabia. That doesn't make much sense, does it? Neither does this. Yep. Oh, baby. He's right. He is right. Those countries in North Africa and the Middle East... It is illegal to be homosexual or lesbian. I have seen LGBT groups 
have absolutely been the most duplicitous I have ever seen. During the days of Afghanistan, the days where the Taliban ruled and now they're ruling again, the thing ISIS in Iraq, what they did to homosexuals, to lesbians, threw them off the rooftops of buildings. I mean, it, it was horrible, some of the things that they went through. And the LGBT crowd was, the silence was deafening. It was deafening. They said nothing. The feminists said nothing about lesbians and the treatment of women. They said nothing. So to try to come off as these morally superior people is the most disingenuous, duplicitous, and just downright lie that's out there. And nobody has the guts to call them on it. Uh, well, I will, because I don't want to hear anything out of any feminist mouth, any gay rights activist mouth, when they're screaming about Governor DeSantis and the bill to not push their agenda on school kids here in Florida, and now it's spreading across the country to other states. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. I mean, you've got, like this story I mentioned previous, Seattle, trying to have a week-long uh, summer camp teaching uh adolescent kids teenage kids how to be drag queens i mean that's just twisted this is absolutely twisted this is the agenda we're up against and frankly if i and others who profess to be christians are not going to stand up against this nonsense then frankly we need to stop we, we just need to stop going to church on Sunday and, and say no and just last one out, turn off the light and lock the door. Because this is crazy. This is the last days, folks, whether you know it or not, like it or not, believe it or not. The new world order is quickly, quickly, I mean like at warp speed coming. And yet, we just want to just kind of stay in our own little protected world it's like uh-uh we can't do that no more that's stupid it's dangerous i mean it's it's dangerously naive it is and frankly if we're not going to even in our own local communities if this thing is um, starting to spread in your local schools if you're not willing to tell your superintendent your school boards your uh, school administrators that you don't like it it's like no it's not the time to be silent I've said this all year since January since the show uh, revamped this is the year to be a voice this is the year to not be silent this is the year to make yourself heard this is the year to basically take your faith take your values and Say it loud. Say it proudly. You don't have to be obnoxious. You don't have to get all grumpy. But do not be afraid. Do not 
don't care one bit about what the cancel culture and the woke folks say. Just don't care. I don't. Now, granted, there are times I get a little salty, but I'm if I'm going to be accused of something, I'm going to be accused for the right reason. I care about kids. I care about parents and their rights. Now, in the month of March, my family got blessed with not one, but two beautiful, handsome baby boys. I do not want them to grow up in a world where they're going to be just sexualized and they're told that's like, well, they can be women. It's like, no, they're boys. They were born boys. They will grow up as boys. And one day down the road, they will die as men, period. Same thing with my girls, my beautiful, gorgeous nieces and great nieces. They were born women. They were born girls. They will die as women, period. End of story. So yeah, this is, it is warfare. It is open warfare. Disney is leading the charge along with other woke companies to just be useful idiots for leftists. Not necessarily liberals, but leftists. Authoritarian, fascists, who basically will tell you either get with our program or we will squash you like a bug. And they will do whatever they have to to get what they want. And for me, I just simply tell them, give it a try. You know, you don't scare me. I mean, I've survived two strokes and a heart attack, people. There's nothing that you can really do to frighten me. I've already been pretty close to death at least twice. So, no. Sorry. Uh, you, you can't really scare me. So, but be aware, folks. And I'm going to be putting these stories up on uh, in blackandright.net on the website for you to see, for you to learn, to pass on to your friends. Because ignorance is not bliss anymore, folks. Ignorance is fatal. Learn what these people are doing. Learn. It's going to be crazy. And it's going to get even crazier. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And I'm not saying that to fear monger. This is just the reality that we have to face in 2022 America. And if we don't get with the program, if we don't prepare, if we're not going to stand up and fight for our rights under the Constitution, our God-given rights, then we might as well just pack it up because we now have an opportunity to straighten this out peacefully with the midterm elections, with the primaries, to basically get this country back to where it needs to be. And if you happen to know people, and I do, who think that, well, taking our country back is a bad thing, it's like, well, that's fine. You can think that, but get the heck out of the way because we will steamroll you. I'm not going to be nice about it. It's like, hey, we're taking it back. If you want to get in the way, you can, but it's not exactly the smartest move. Okay? Okay. So with that in mind, folks, let me 
just say thank you for listening today. We're just going to call it uh, call it a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can all, again, you can go to inblackandright.net and get all this information and learn uh, about our special reports and all the news that you're not going to hear from uh, the mainstream media. Uh, send us a note. Uh, you can subscribe uh, to our various social media platforms. We're on Getter. We're on Rumble. We're on Telegram. We're on Locals.com at inblackandright.locals.com. Find our material and interviews uh, anywhere on social media. It's going to be fun, and it's going to get better as the year progresses. So, my friends, thank you so much. God bless. And remember, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>